Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 35, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So hello everyone and welcome back and we've reached day 35, the last day of our seventh week. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, you look a lot happier today than you did yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. I said sorry to my mom about the whole Brussels sprout thing. I still hate them though, Dave. Yeah, me too, Marvin. But today I have exciting news. Today we have a new feature. We do? Yes, every Friday we're going to have a quiz. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Dave, I love quizzes. Me too, Marvin. Okay, so here's how this will work. Every Friday, I'm going to ask three questions. One will be about what we've read that week. One will be about something we've read or learned before that. And then the last one will just be a fun bible type question. Oh, okay, got it. Well, Dave, I am ready. Great. Okay, so Marvin, question one from this week. What excuse did Moses give God when he didn't want to go back to Egypt? Okay, yep, got it. Great, okay. Question two. So Abraham sent his servant to find a wife for Isaac. Do you remember? What was the name of the girl that he found? Oh, oh yeah, that one's a bit harder. Mm, I sometimes get all the names a bit mixed up. Well, this might help. So she would also then have been the mother of Jacob and Esau. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I think I got it. Okay. And the last question is, how many verses are there in the entire Bible? Oh, come on, Dave. There's no way I could know that. Yeah, I know. It's just for fun. So see how close you can get. Okay, just take a guess. Yeah. Okay, I guessed. Okay, right. Let's see how we did. So question one, what excuse did Moses give God? Oh, yeah, I knew that one. He said he wasn't very good at speaking. That's right. Spot on. Okay. Question two, who was the wife that Abraham's servant found for Isaac? Hmm. Was that one? Was it Rebecca? It was. Good job, Marvin. Okay, two out of two. Okay, and the last question, how many verses in the whole Bible? Well, I guessed 55,632. Well, not too bad, but you're a little bit too high, Marvin. The correct answer was 31,102. So, boys and girls, how did you do? And how close did you get on that last one? But we had better get to today's reading. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let me see. Yesterday, oh, yeah, the Pharaoh, he was being really mean to the Israelites, huh? That's right. There was the whole making the same number of bricks with no straw thing. But God knew what he was doing. So let's hear today what happened next. Okay, so who's reading today? Well, today we're back to my wife, Bryn. Oh, the American. That's the one. You know, I hear we're increasingly popular in America. We are, that's right. Hi, Americans. Okay, so Bryn, over to you. Hello. Today's reading is Exodus 7, verses 1 to 25. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. And your brother Aaron will be like a prophet to you. You must say everything I command you to say. Then your brother Aaron must tell Pharaoh to let the people of Israel leave his country. 
But I will make Pharaoh stubborn. I will multiply the signs and amazing things I will do in Egypt. In spite of that, he will not listen to you. So I will use my powerful hand against Egypt. When I judge them with mighty acts, I will bring my people Israel out like an army on the march. Then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. I will reach out my powerful hand against them. I will bring the people of Israel out of Egypt. Moses and Aaron did exactly as the Lord had commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron. He said, Pharaoh will say to you, do a miracle. When he does, speak to Aaron. Tell him, take your walking stick and throw it down in front of Pharaoh. It will turn into a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh. They did exactly as the Lord had commanded them. Aaron threw the stick down in front of Pharaoh and his officials. It turned into a snake. Then Pharaoh sent for wise men and people who do evil magic. By doing their magic tricks, the Egyptian magicians did the same things Aaron had done. Each one threw down his walking stick. Each stick turned into a snake, but Aaron's walking stick swallowed theirs up. In spite of that, Pharaoh became stubborn. He wouldn't listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh is very stubborn. He refuses to let the people go. In the morning, Pharaoh will go down to the Nile River. Go and meet him on the bank of the river. Take in your hand the walking stick that turned into a snake. Say to Pharaoh, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to you. He says, Let my people go. Then they will be able to worship me in the desert. But up to now you have not listened. The Lord says, Here is how you will know that I am the Lord. I will strike the water of the Nile River with the walking stick that is in my hand. The river will turn into blood. The fish in the river will die. The river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Get your walking stick. Reach your hand out over the waters of Egypt. The streams, canals, ponds, and all the lakes will turn into blood. There will be blood everywhere in Egypt, and it will even be in the wooden buckets and stone jars. Moses and Aaron did exactly as the Lord had commanded them. Aaron held out his staff in front of Pharaoh and his officials. He struck the water of the Nile River, and all the water turned into blood. The fish in the Nile died. The river smelled so bad the Egyptians couldn't drink its water. There was blood everywhere in Egypt. But the Egyptian magicians did the same things by doing their magic tricks. So Pharaoh became stubborn. He wouldn't listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Even that miracle didn't change Pharaoh's mind. In fact, he turned around and went into his palace. All the Egyptians dug holes near the Nile River to get drinking water. They couldn't drink water from the river. Seven days passed after the Lord struck the Nile River. Thanks, Bryn. Ugh, Dave, yuck. Sticks turning to snakes and water turning to stinky blood. Gross, Dave, definitely gross. Yep, very much so. But Dave, I mean, I know how Moses did it. Well, I mean, Moses didn't do it, God did. But what about those magicians doing the same stuff without God? What's going on there? Well, Marvin, that's a good question. The Bible doesn't say exactly, but we know that there are other spiritual powers in the world, powers that can do things that you and I can't do and things that maybe we can't explain. The Bible talks about things called demons. They're like angels who decided to turn against God. Ooh, Dave, that sounds scary. Well, no, Marvin, what's great and what we're going to hear about all next week is more of these incredible things that God is going to do in Egypt. And God is doing that to show everyone that he is greater than anything or anyone else in this world or any other world. Nobody has power that comes even close to him. Oh, so is that why God's snake ate up all the magician's snakes? That's right, to show whose snake was the boss snake.
So, you see, if God is with us, then we don't have to fear anything else. God is so much more powerful. His love and his goodness is a gazillion times more powerful than any evil. Okay, yeah, I'm glad, so I, I don't need to be scared. No, Marvin. In fact, we sing a song in our Sunday school, and it comes from a wonderful verse that tells us how nothing can separate us from God's love. It's found in Romans 8, and verse 38 and 39 says this, I am absolutely sure that not even death or life can separate us from God's love. Not even angels or demons, the present or the future, or any powers can separate us. Not even the highest places or the lowest or anything else in all creation can separate us. Nothing at all can ever separate us from God's love. Oh, yeah, Dave, I think I know that song. Neither life nor death nor principality, things present or things to come. Cause though the devil hates us, he can never separate us from the wonderful love of God. Yep, Marvin, that's the one. Oh yeah, I love that song. Well, that is a song of this good news. Nothing is more powerful than God. Well, Marvin, we are well and truly out of time. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend, everyone. And we will see you next week for week number eight. Okay, goodbye, everyone. See you next week. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.